This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things every week to make you say the uh, thing in the title of the podcast. Uh, I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Hey, hey, what's going on, folks? Hey, hey, hi. Uh, <laughs> hello. Hi. Yeah, oh, fuck, we all forgot how to do this at once. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I thought it was more like we're all very nervous to meet each other. Oh, hi. I had, I had, I had too much coffee today. I'm having yeah. one of those classic office moments where I'm just really stressed out. Yeah. Um, Patty just cool. walked up to our lockers in high school. What's up? You guys want to do a podcast? Uh, 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 sure. Okay. Okay. Gulp. <laughs> Uh, you just got back from Florida, right, Patty? Yeah, we're gonna redo the whole. We said before we're gonna redo the entire Florida <laughs> bit. Yeah, which is just a nice conversation for like three minutes. <laughs> that makes As you Eli just gets mad. Three minutes <laughs> is low. It's like how? I like spending time with my family. It's like, can we move on, please? <laughs> How's Willie? Uh, he's good. He was apparently um, looking for us, my sister and I, uh, last night. Oh, Willie! We flew back yesterday, so oh. he was like, he does. He does this good thing where um, he. Uh, like my parents have double doors for their bedroom, so mm-hmm. and, and he's he usually just follows my mom wherever she goes. But um, if she goes in there and shuts the door, like if she's getting ready to go out or something or whatever, or if like my dad goes in there for whatever reason and shuts the door, he doesn't like stop. He just starts ramming the door with his head. <laughs> oh, Willie's so dumb. <laughs> Giving and himself it, brain damage. Well, not like aggressively, <laughs> but yeah, dog CTE. But he just like so it's like this rattling noise. What's happening? Just nice. <laughs> this is the Willie theme, I guess. Yeah. Willie's theme. This is like a, it sounds like the song from the first town in an RPG. I mean, this would, <laughs> it would yeah. <laughs> I hear there's monsters. Your mom just woke you up. <laughs> yeah. the, fa- the big fairs today. <laughs> yeah. I hope nothing gonna happens. Cho- they're going to choose the new hero. <laughs> 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 this is like imagine now. See to to. For your guys' interest, like I would love like a WWE entrance with just this music, and then Willie just like trotting out and down the ramp. Yeah, have and you then seen? He gets body slammed. There's a really good picture um, of a dog. It's some like parade. I think it's in yes. Mexico. Oh yeah, and it's just a little dog walking down the middle of the street, and it looks like they're all there for him. I can't yeah. even tell if it's real or not, or it's what. So I, I think good. it's been reused a couple times too. It's like they're yeah. having a parade for the Pope, but this dog thinks it's for him. I think I've seen it at least once, and the dog just like, hey, he looks so dude. happy. It's pretty good. This yeah. is some, let's this face is, it, the parade should be for the dog. You really know. This is some extreme first village. Right? Like, <laughs> you picked up wooden sword and shield. Right. <laughs> like, for some reason, like, I feel like I'm in Chrono Trigger right now. That's yeah. what this is. Dude, I still have never played Chrono Trigger. <laughs> with the birds yeah. flying over as you zoom in on the town. Yeah, and then it's like... <laughs> which is some real pyrotechnics for, for Super Nintendo. That was yeah. like, well, they have birds. That's pretty wild. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no, Florida was good. Uh, you know, uh, got to do nothing for a few days, which is always uh, welcome. I had a lot of big ass seafood buffet on Friday night. Hell yeah! Classic mm-hmm. Easter uh, move. And, oh right, um, it was Easter. That's why you yeah. were there. And then uh, is that? You know, I guess that it's just because I'm Jewish that I'm like the idea of having a seafood buffet at a holiday. <laughs> is deeply like, against everything that religion stands for. You didn't eat any Passover lobster? Yeah, my left? Passover shrimp. <laughs> if you want to know... So, all right, so my bar mitzvah portion... Uh, we'll see how, how the music holds up throughout all this. My bar mitzvah portion that I had to read was... Um, 
about like rules of the real rules of kosher eating mm-hmm. and the like shellfish are you can't eat shellfish but for multiple reasons one of them is that you're not supposed to eat bottom feeders you're not also yeah. catfish is not kosher um but the other thing is that it's it's, it's more about yeah <laughs> well look we're the chosen people um <laughs> That's always been the dickiest way to describe, like, an own religion. <laughs> like, we are the chosen people. Like, I get why, you know. Every religion thinks they're the chosen people, yeah. though, right? It's yeah. Kinda, yeah. I mean, but, like, in Judaism, it's, like, very... It, it Like, I feel like other religions think they're the chosen people because they think they're right. Yeah. Jews literally made a deal with God, yeah. and that's why they're chosen. It's just, like, the we one have the big receipts. reality yeah. show. <laughs> we have the receipts. One big reality show that, like, it's, like, Christians looked over and saw on the Jews' phone. There's, like, God texting them. They're like, wait, who? God's texting you? Like, they all got <laughs> mad. Um, but anyways, it's that. And also, like, for some reason, a big kosher thing is the number of legs that stuff has. Like, yeah. you're not allowed to eat anything. Can't eat any centipedes. Literally no. Like Clo- the closer you are to bug, the the yeah, yeah. you can't so no eat crabs. locusts. Yeah. You can't eat uh, spiders. Like if you wanted to eat a spider, oh man, you can't eat <laughs> locusts. Yeah, <laughs> fear so factor is deeply you not know, kosher. He, everybody always talks about how you can't have bacon and how sad it is or whatever. But locusts. Like, I what about the locusts? <laughs> You're missing that on those locusts. Just waiting for waiting for that curse and just standing uh, standing outside with your mouth open like yeah. you're trying to catch snow. I'm st- I'm, I'm I'm sitting just in my farmhouse and I hear just like the buzzing of a million locust swarm and I just rub my belly. I'm, mm, you tuck a napkin. Dinner in time. Do the napkin yeah. and the knife and fork again. The classic yeah. <laughs> signifier. Yeah. Uh, Can't eat any of that shit, man. That's I mean, I don't do, keep did, kosher, but did you do seder? Do you do that? No, I don't. Anybody? I don't anymore. Or like not not have uh, leavened bread. Or I don't do really any of that. I do occasionally fast for Yom Kippur. But that's just because I kind of like the idea of it. I just like the idea of being like, Day of Atonement, like, you know, fast for a day. Just think about all the shit you did wrong or whatever. Which, that, <laughs> even my parents don't do that. So I pick that up, but I don't do it. So you do, stuff. like, the, the ones that make you, like... The, you do, like, the self-hatred Jewish holidays. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> a huge part of me and my personality. So, uh, <laughs> no, but we had, like, a lot of the, like, Jewish traditions and stuff. Like, we, we're super reform. Um, but right, um, you played video games during. Uh... Yeah, well, they were mad at me about that. <laughs> oh, I think I told this before, but like basically, we were we were more serious and more involved. And then, like one of the rabbis at our synagogue gave a sermon at high holy day services about how mixed marriages were. Oh, um, right, like mixed like uh, Christian Jew marriages were <laughs> like diluting our religion. And my parents are my mom is Christian, my dad is Jewish, and they're like we're not gonna keep keep going to synagogue that much and i was like yeah my game boy i was like yeah finally <laughs> but hey no, offen- no offense to you guys though uh anyway i'm gonna keep it's like um <laughs> gonna have to take offense here <laughs> yeah uh i'm gonna keep going you guys cannot be one of those weird kids who gets like more into religion than their parents somehow yeah that's, yeah. that's a weird like i'm always surprised by that i know it's a yeah. thing but like it's it seems like it rarely goes that way. I don't know. Maybe it's just like that kid that's like reads the Lord of the Rings and he's like, this rules, but it's the Bible or whatever. And they're like, <laughs> hell yeah. I have respect for kids who are raised by like weird artist people and just become super normie. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of rad. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I think there's like a cycle, right? Isn't it like that? Like people, isn't there a thing? It's like the third generation loses wealth because the first generation like works for the wealth and yeah. achieves it. The second generation like continues it. And then the third generation is the one that like gets mad and like wants to do anything but and like run a spends it all on improv classes. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like <laughs> so many improv classes. <laughs> There's like a thirty rock joke about that. Where, Opens yeah, a food like... truck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your like your great grandparents were farmers. 
so your grandparents could like work in factories, yeah. so your parents could be professional, so that you could pursue your dream of comedy. Yeah. I, and uh, that's why we all are here. <laughs> <laughs> of the of the when I like first got to New York, I took improv classes at of all places UCB. Who would have thought? And um, I still love like my favorite Whoa. moment was uh, I took. Uh, like an intensive class or something, and, and Anthony Tamanik was the teacher, and he's like, he just goes off on like total, like tangents and stuff. And one day I remember in class, I like really liked him as a teacher because he's like would be pretty straightforward. But honestly, it seems like so many of the kids that take those classes, like they, that's what they serve. That's literally what they do is they just want to go there and have someone be like, "You're doing great," and they're like, yeah. "This is my hobby, and I'm good at something that's not work." And I'm being like love bombed by this weird improv yeah. cult, and every, yeah. I feel real special. It, yeah. feel, it feels. I mean, look, all of this is a group delusion on some level. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm. I cast no judgments because yeah. like I'm in the same. But improv feels like more <laughs> yeah, of a there's... group delusion. Did you read the in like, a, we're... in like a little pod? Well, well that's that's well. The, this is the thing that he did was like in the middle of class i don't remember what prompted it he like stopped the class and he's like okay he's like you guys need to call he's like he's like i don't know what what you think the end goal here is but i'm it he's like if you do this forever (laughs) you can teach improv so if you're like he's like you need to get out of your head and thinking that this is gonna make you famous (laughs) and just try to like do it well like it was like everybody else in the class clearly was like wow good for him i respect that yeah but that is good thing he's telling everybody else that Uh, (laughs) that's what i that's secret coded message to me to keep doing what i'm doing definitely what i would have thought if i were in that class (laughs) all i need is one manager to come to one of my two shows a month and (laughs) straight to the top just like standing there looking like sidelong glances at everyone nodding like yeah Yeah. get it through your heads nerds you're not gonna do this do you see that shitty tweet by um uh which one na- uh, wanna, most of yeah, them i don't want to name who it was but it was a comic and it was like this tweet that was about like it was like guess what it's it's also like three years too late and he's like he's like guess what uh, i just declared that i'm transsexual can't wait for all these jobs to come rolling in like i've already got two sitcoms greenlit oh, it was yeah, like a super yeah, duper shitty and b i was also just like what trans what like rampantly successful trans communities you're talking about <laughs> patty harrison did like something on tonight show but it's like you yeah, think the writers room super successful yeah. trans it's comedy just a, it's just complaining about, about affirmative action yeah. yeah it's like not yeah. it's not it's even a, a it's not flavor. even a funny take it's just like yeah. yeah did you guys read the iOS article it was about how they closed iOS and about how like the woman who runs it is a fucking crazy person. It's That's a good in comedy. Yeah, what? the person who runs an improv theater is like a crazy narcissist. Shocker. Yeah, well, hang on. It's real good. Anyway, let's uh, let's get on this list. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's yeah. let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Instead of just talking about comedy and crazy. Well, anyway, hey, That's comedy. for the bonus app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like folks, uh, comedy is uh, well, it's something. <laughs> number five. Okay, so number five comes to us uh, from Sydney, Australia, and uh, hell yeah. I learned, I'm excited. Look, I don't do voices, but I saw this and I was like, I bet Eli and Patty are going to have some things to say <laughs> in, some, uh, in, some, in some silly accents about this guy in Sydney, Australia. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he went to McDonald's. First of all, his name is Santo LaRocca, which is awesome. Yeah. Great name. Yep. Um, Saint Lorik. Saint Lorik. Is that what it means? I don't think I, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Santo LaRocca. <laughs> Uh, he went to McDonald's, he got, uh, some stuff with his daughter, um, some chicken nuggets, some frozen Cokes, which 
I don't know what they're doing down in Sydney, Australia, but I would like a frozen Coke at our McDonald's, they, please. They have some of those in movie theaters. They're good as fuck. They're so good. Yeah. That is that is like one thing oh, I learned know what? from this. Burger King has those here. They've, they fucking jumped on it. Oh, Burger yeah? Burger King has frozen Coke. There's a Burger McDonald's King near my apartment. Doesn't. I should Hail go. to the king. Yeah. I don't know. Have I'm it, a monarchist it, now because of frozen Cokes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, so he got some got some food. Uh, he took, took food home to eat it, um, which, by the way, I think that's like kind of weird. Do you... If you get drive through food, like if you're driving, if you're like back home or whatever, do you wait to get home to eat it or do you eat it in the car? Um, It's like a weird question because I'll do that with Chipotle or something, but... Uh, what? Eat it in the car or bring it home? No. Like <laughs> I, eat it I, Chipotle I in bring the car? It. Like, yeah. <laughs> no way. This could go bad. <laughs> but it's also like if I eat it at home, I know my dad's going to like come over and be like, what you eating? Oh, Chipotle. <laughs> and then just like go off on something. So, but you uh, feel like judged for eating. Chipotle? But I don't think I don't I don't think I've really eaten in a car outside of a road trip like ever. Yeah, I'll, I'll do, just eat drive through in a car. I'll do I'll do fry. Fry. You like you park? No, just drive and eat. Huh. Just in the I'm just safe. in the basement of a parking structure. <laughs> you, you, you're like you're like bur- you're, you're like eating a bur- you're like eating a burger while yeah, you're driving. Unsafe. Unsafe. Better, <laughs> better turn on the light against the in rules. The cabin of my station wagon, so I don't. <laughs> Miss the barbecue sauce. Well, at that point, you just go in, right? I mean, if you're going to park in the parking lot, you might as well just go That's, in the place. Parking is sad to me. Yeah. Like, sitting and parking <laughs> is really sad. Just the quietest uh, parking level of, a, turning of, off the of car. a building. Just, yeah, like, you hear a car, like... Just <laughs> silent, except you're sad yeah. chewing and of then a just burger. And then hear someone be like, chicken as fries. <laughs> Well, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> just, just I, I would say that I normally bring it home. Is my really? Answer. Okay. I uh, guess I'm. I guess I'm in the minority. Because usually here. I'm on the. I could be on the way home. Like that's why I would go. Right. Yeah. It's. I don't it's like, like go a, out to get drive through and then go back. Yeah. I don't right. Think. Yeah. 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 It's usually like a decision that's made as sort of like part of it. <laughs> but it's like your last stop. Like sometimes I'll get it like on the way to from one errand to another and eat it in the car. I guess it's just I like I'd also in, organize it to go last. Yeah, I've only like ever <laughs> I've only ever like lived in a. I haven't had a, owned a car ever, and I've only lived in like D.C. and New York, where it's like eating in your walk. car would be me parking like on a <laughs> parallel like, parking. Yeah, I would have to parallel park to eat my food. I'm just imagining just, your your impression of someone eating in a parking garage. I'm just thinking about that as like an ASMR YouTube video. Oh yeah, of like That's man fabulous. eats fast food in quiet parking garage. When, when, when it's when you're in a car and it's quiet, it's fucking quiet. It's so yeah. quiet. It's like when the window's up, like the you get like a ring in your ears you from how like quiet it is. You can put on music while you eat. Yeah. You no, don't have just to put eat. on Gary Jules no Mad dice. World. <laughs> Blazing buffalo. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, this guy brought it home like you guys instead of like me, like a fucking animal barbarian. Well, we're going to find out that if he he had opened it up on the way home, he wouldn't uh, have had this problem. Yeah. Yeah. So he brought the food home um, and he got the wrong food. Lo and behold, McDonald's fucked up his order, believe it or not. So. You don't check. I always try to check. Yeah, I'm, just give I'm it not a like glance. A, I'm not like a stickler. You I'm, not, I'm not like reading the receipt people. being like, did I get it? But like, <laughs> this doesn't look right. If it's, if it's like as wrong as this guy's order was wrong, like yeah. you would think that like, you know, yeah. you'd notice. It was, yeah, because yeah, it was like all different. Food. Nobody's going for the fries. Nobody's going for the fries on the way home. Nobody's ever, going in right? there. You ever, see, you ever see a dad notice uh, an error on a receipt at a restaurant? Oh, it's like yeah. they won the fucking lottery. <laughs> They're like, ho, 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 excuse me. <laughs> I had one water. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It is, yeah. So it's like they've like solved an unsolvable math equation. I feel, like that, I feel like that's one of those traits, too, that like 
you it like it like a it's like a magnetic poles where like it reverses on the kids. But like I don't even look. I don't want to <laughs> oh, deal yeah. with it. Oh yeah. Because I've dealt with enough like minor like very not big deal confrontations where oh, it's yeah. like I don't want to have any more of those for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like a thousand dollars and it's like well I didn't order that bottle of expensive champagne. Right. Uh, I really will just deal yeah. with it. That, I don't wanna... I'm like that about like my goal in life when I am in public is to speak to. Um, like bother service people as little as possible. Yeah. I do not want to ask for help. I do not want, like, I just don't, I ignore me. I'm invisible. I don't need you. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't, we will interact minimally. And I've realized that like, that is not how many people live. Yeah. Like I'll be out with someone and they're like, oh, well, we can just ask. And I'm like, my instinct is always like, no, 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 don't. Don't say anything. Yeah. We Don't. could do a lot of things. Well, it's like this weird, <laughs> yeah, it's a, the weird consumer thing where it's like, you are my servant because I paid for service. And it's like, you can just be nice to people. I'm like, right, people can, make mistakes and it's fine. Yeah. And even just like, not even if people make mistakes, it's like, they're there to answer your questions and help yeah. you. It's not yeah. weird to like ask them. And if but you, I'm so like weird about well, it. Restaurants yeah. are particularly fraught because you're like trapped in the situation, depending yeah. on when the, when the, when the sort of, if there's like a problem comes up, like you can't. And like you, you just, it's like, harder and to leave. and it's yeah. harder to like go up to them because right. like it's a restaurant they're supposed yeah. to come around. To like you. we had enough. I had enough but, like problems with like places that we went. We're like we've settled into places that we go that we never have problems, you know. But uh-huh. like there was enough like tense situations where it's like we're just my sister and I are both like we're just don't have problems with any yeah. thing. Like it, no, it, it's it, fine. It require a lot. If you bring me the be, wrong food, I will eat it. Yeah. Like unless it's like a I'll food say, that I really don't eat. I'll I'll I will like ask for it, but I'm not gonna be a dick about it. Like if if I get the wrong food, I'll just be like, hey, I got the wrong food. Like, but yeah. it's not like that seems like with finding if something on the, the right, receipt. It's yeah. like it's like if you just all you have to say is like, hey, I don't like I think there was an error on here, and you don't have to be a dick about it. There's no restaurant that's gonna be like, well, tough shit. Like yeah. you'll. <laughs> Fix it. And you like, don't need to be like, Hi, Do you have a hearing problem? <laughs> yeah. I've uh, waited tables and like it's never like if anybody says that to me, it's not like I'm like crying in the back. It's like, oh, yeah. sorry about that. And you fix it. It's like yeah. not a problem. No, you're yeah. spitting in the back into the yeah. food. <laughs> not to, not Fuck to you, man. <laughs> keep telling stories related to my dad, where since we're talking restaurants, like that's like you said, I will never because like he said stuff like he once we were in a restaurant and we got like uh I think it was like steak free. I don't remember what we got, but he tasted his fries. He's like, these fries aren't hot. And then he reached over and he called the waiter and they reached over and tasted one of my fries. Like, you're hot. Your fries aren't hot either. And then sent both of our food back. Controlling. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was just like, I'm like a kid who just had my food taken away from him. Like, cool. Yeah, but cold fries. Uh, all right. Cold yeah. fries are no good. Hey, what happened, I, what happened to this guy? Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. like, uh, we've been talking dad, for like eight And this minutes. was at McDonald's anyways. <laughs> yeah. got, a so lot of, we, got a lot of food opinions here. Me too. So this guy, um, he took the food home. It was wrong. He, his daughter was sad, and he was basically like, suck it up. This is the food we got. We're going to eat it. Because it's McDonald's, and I'm not going to go back to McDonald's. Where it's, it all tastes exactly the same. Yeah, We're just going to eat yeah. it. So cut to a few hours later, after they've eaten the food, uh, the cops show up at their house and uh, question them for stolen McDonald's. Uh, yeah, which seems like a worthwhile use of... I mean, what else are they doing down there, I guess, right? Certainly, um, you know, they said it was about $17 worth of food. That seems worth the cost of sending police to yeah. someone's house. Yeah. What else? I mean, like somebody's playing their didgeridoo too loud too late or something? What goes on down there? I don't know. Yeah. Probably that. That's probably it. <laughs> well, 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 yeah. well, 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 well. well, I just That like, guy, also... the frat guy that threw that party, that's all I know about Australian culture. Do you yeah. remember that guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, with the hat. <laughs> with the hat yeah. and like the neon sunglasses. Yeah. 
and he threw a party and for some reason the party made national news in australia yeah the other great thing about australian people is the way they say the word no 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 it's like no no like that and i was playing uh uh video games with my um friend's husband who's australian and like it was so good because every time he get killed he's like oh no <laughs> and i had to be like quiet because i was gonna be like hell yeah brother <laughs> that's the funniest shit it's so fun but no yeah like what do you they're like you stole mcdonald's and you're like well they didn't give me my food so i guess they stole from me like what do you do you like cancel out the difference and it's like well net balance is you owed mcdonald's 69 cents or whatever it's like what <laughs> nice also nice. just like who what what person working at mcdonald's i feel like the people that work at mcdonald's aren't the people that are like let's call 911 yeah <laughs> like, who like who involved called the cops so apparently they went back the journal intrepid journalists in australia who reported the story talked to the people at mcdonald's and they said they they did call the cops on him i like the idea though that it was somebody's who's just like excuse me this food is wrong i'm calling 911 <laughs> 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 police must those, be involved those the police stories are come out. on their way <laughs> <laughs> Those stories happen in the U.S. every once in a while. It's like they don't have—they're out of chicken wings. I'm calling the police. <laughs> yeah, like, that, yeah. it's sad because like I feel like say, threatening to call the police is like a funny bit. Like I think <laughs> yeah. it's like funny to do, but it's like really not considering how horrible the police are. And like I would never—I would like very I, maybe this is like back into i don't want to bother service people like i am not calling the police on anyone yeah like ever for any reason really but like it's yeah. just so fun to threaten it's, it's like so it's like calling the police is like pulling out a knife in a fight it's like yeah it's like this will de-escalate the situation right. it's, like, it's no, gasoline this is on a fire gonna get worse um yeah i just don't like I, I do love the people. Yeah, it's, those people are always. It seems like it's the same people who have like those weird views on like entrapment and like weird laws where they're like, "I've paid for service, and, and now that I'm in this establishment, I am considered a resident of this <laughs> building, and as such, any uh, refusal to give me food is uh, ab- abuse, and I'm calling child protective services." Like, right. Well, yeah. what? These are just. <laughs> How did you get you're, here? Just, you're just talking about sovereign citizens. That's, that's yeah. just who that is. Am I being detained? It's like you're you're the one who won't leave here. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Leave this chilies. <laughs> that, We've been begging you to leave. That that Mr. Show sketch is so great from the new Mr. Show. Yeah, where yeah. It's yeah. like David Crossy, the guy. He's like, he's like, I'm only rolling my window down two inches, and the cops like, that's okay. And he's like, oh, you. And then like eventually he's just committing crimes. It's very good. Well, yeah. McDonald's called the cops on this guy. Apparently, they said it was because he was filming them. Like, he was, like, Snapchatting at McDonald's. And that's also police-worthy? Which is, yeah, yeah. A, also police-worthy. B, he's like, they didn't ask me about that at all. They just wanted to know what happened to the food. Yeah. yeah. It's well, like, from the it's cops, like, some more yeah. interested in that anyway. Yeah. So what's up with the food? <laughs> they said something Do you have any nuggets yeah. left? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, uh, I'm, like a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a YouTube journalist. Uh, I was doing journalism. <laughs> Citizen First journalist. Amendment. It's like, we're in Australia, and why don't you have an Australian accent? It's like, uh, the guy who's doing the impression is too lazy to <laughs> do an accent. That's why I don't have uh, one. Yeah, the McDonald's employees got mad that he was uh, filming their Barbie. <laughs> their secret shrimp recipe yeah. everything at the australian mcdonald's ends with on the barbie co- <laughs> mcnuggets on the barbie that's actually all australian menus it has to say on the barbie at yeah. every food yeah. item you know my my favorite uh australian restaurant is dallas barbie <laughs> or uh the outback <laughs> that one doesn't make any sense i forgot that outback. the outback, outback is also outback. Australian. Barbie barbie house. well there it's just called the steakhouse yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's true just, my friend in high school... They just call it the Barbie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My friend in high school worked for Outback Steakhouse, and uh, 
he used to always call it Steak World. It always made me laugh. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, gotta go do a shift at Steak World. I like, I like yeah. how everyone's calling it Outback Steakhouse. Just making sure we get the whole the Outback Steakhouse. Dude, Outback if they sponsor us. Steakhouse. Outback's good, man. Outback is really good. As far as like shitty chain restaurants go, I think it blows like Give it me blows Olive Garden out of the water. It blows uh, chilies out of the water. It's way better. Just give me, the, give me the damn onion, man. That's all I'm saying. The bloom. Give onion. me the damn onion. <laughs> yeah, isn't a bloom and onion too? Like that's one of those things that once they started having to put, uh, like the FDA made it, people have to yeah. put it's nutrition. Like Four thousand calories. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Bloom and onion is like this is what a whale eats. <laughs> enough to you can hibernate immediately after eating one of these. If you have a wasting disease, yeah. you should eat this. <laughs> you have pica? We actually give it to people in the hospital yeah. for malnutrition. Just imagine like a bear like eating half of it and then just shoving the plate away like <laughs> chilies or somebody did like a they have like a rip off of the blue onion like yeah. an awesome blossom. Awesome blossom. Yeah. 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 Fuck that. Can you imagine? It's like you motherfuckers, are you kidding me? This is our whole deal. You guys got the whole fajitas thing. Let us have the fucking onion. Like, are you, come on. Yeah. I want the onion, but I don't want any of the like the yeah. steak or Aussie stuff. It's like, okay, let's come to chilies. We got the yeah. we got the onion, man. I thought I you were the... gonna say like, I want the onion, but I just I don't want it like breaded. I just want oh, just give me the onion. <laughs> yeah, give yeah. me the onion, give me a raw but onion, cut baby. like that. Like I want it yeah. cut like that, but I just just raw. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the fajita effect at Chili's. You guys know that thing, right? That's like a common internet thing. It's what? like yeah. the, at Chili's, every time someone orders fajitas, they immediately start making more fajitas. Because <laughs> when someone brings out the sizzly plate, everyone's like, ooh, <laughs> and starts ordering fajitas like a motherfucker. <laughs> Did you guys get fajitas? I wonder <laughs> if they like AstroTurf fajitas sometimes. What is like, that? They just parade it just, through the place. <laughs> and they they just make a plate just because they know other people they make order. make a, a false fajitas operation. <laughs> yeah. and they just walk through the perimeter of the restaurant and they go right back into the kitchen. Well, you can tell because it's definitely going to be chicken. Yeah. They're not going to waste steak on that. No. That's true, yeah. No, they just hold it up so high that you can't see the plate and there's just a tape recorder <laughs> playing <laughs> fajita sounds <laughs> and a little sm- like dry ice on it. They just pipe it in. They have little they have little speakers everywhere. <laughs> At every table, they have like a little thing hidden in like the plant. Can you imagine if you walked into Chili's and just the entire time you were there, it was the sound of sizzling fajitas <laughs> through the PA? So loud. <laughs> so loud. You can't have a conversation. It's, like, hey, it's so loud. I think something's wrong with the... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's some like, like static coming in through that. No, those are just our world famous fajitas. It's like, I don't think that's true. It's like in the it's like in the corner of the ceiling. I don't think that's just. Like, well, the acoustics in here are very. It's like okay, this is you guys are doing a lot yeah. of work for this. Oh man, uh, it doesn't look that good on this YouTube video. I gotta tell you, but here we go. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I'm, I'm hungry now. Hungry. <laughs> it works. It sucks. It works. <laughs> We're all hungry. Oh. Made my life complete. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that sad old man. Yeah. Can we get that as a, a hit for next episode? <laughs> you made is, my life complete. This is all I have. Yeah. <laughs> Unhook me. Ever since. <laughs> ever since Doris died. It's like this is an old guy who loves fajitas. It's like, I wouldn't have picked that. I would have picked like a meat and potatoes type thing. It's passion. Uh, yeah. You know what? Also, fajitas would be such a funny last meal on death row. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the sizzling plate down death row. Yeah. all the other pills. <laughs> they're always getting really mad. And then they're like, man, I can't wait to get yeah. executed so I can order fajitas Yeah, they got to start prepping more fajitas for the <laughs> yeah, next guy to get executed. That's actually a trick. They, 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 they send the fajitas down and the rest of the guys all uh, just uh, wave their appeals on death row. <laughs> 
to get oh. to get like, well, I can have those in like a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck it, man, I don't care. I did it. I, I yeah, I'm I'm ready for this. You know, yeah. this is full circle because remember on like our very first episode, the man who stole all the fajitas from the prison. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, they apparently served them. Fajita yeah. chat. Fajita chat concluded. Yeah, that was a. That was, I believe that was a juvenile prison, which I hope they don't have a death row at. It seems like I know it is Texas. Wait, but... juveniles in prison? <laughs> Just kidding, guys. It's like yeah, it's death Such row. It's like how old are these kids? <laughs> the next one's thirteen. It's like that doesn't seem. <laughs> I don't care how many fajitas you give them. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, no, the the kids are dying, but their adults are being born. That's what That's it is. True. It's just it's just they're being made men in the prison. That's what they meant. Well, I, uh, that's way too weird of a joke. <laughs> Well, look, that guy uh, got the wrong McDonald's and the cops came. But unfortunately, because it was not the United States, he wasn't gunned down in his home. <laughs> That's true. They just uh, threw a boomerang and uh, broke a window. Yep. That's it. Yeah. So, uh... That classic cop weapon. <laughs> yeah, they well, they're down there, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, they don't have like a nightstick or they, a boomerang. They, they send over the uh, police kangaroo and you have to put the fine in his pouch and then he pop, hops back and brings Oh, <laughs> little kangaroo, the little police that's how, Yeah, but they have a good yeah. gross in there, though. Yeah, that's how in Postmates works yeah. in yeah. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just They're smells awful. like kangaroo pouch. Uh, yeah, also kangaroo pouches are filled with like mucus. It's so gross. Really? Yeah. They're oh. not like as dry as the cartoons would have you believe. Man, koalas are mean and kangaroo pouches are wet. Koalas like all of STDs too or something. Yeah, yeah. they're like riddled with syphilis. Also, they're super high because eating eucalyptus gets them high because it's like slightly poisonous. So all they're all just like fucked up with syphilis in a tree. <laughs> just like oh that's the life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to end on one thing here. Um, post G'day Mates. Thanks. Number four. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, damn Thank it. you for that. Just bury, He's it got with, this... bury it with the transition noise. <laughs> yeah, you have soundboard power. You can do whatever you want. Uh, uh, the number four today is something that's much uh, less fun and, 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 and stupid than McDonald's. But don't worry, we got lots more fun, stupid stuff coming up. I wanted to talk mainly because I got fucking, like, Attacked or not attacked? I was attacked. I was assaulted. <laughs> um, but I got like beset upon on Twitter um, because part of the, the if you haven't heard like the Sinclair uh, news stuff is that there's like a ton of local news stations that are owned by this uh, company and they straight up sent them scripts about how like the media is full of lies and they're like just read this on air and, and they all did it and there's a creepy video of them all yeah, reading it in yeah person. like word for word. Um, so again, I mean, it just follows the pattern of everything. It's like anything that the right accuses the left of doing is something that they're actively doing. Cause it's like sending someone a script to read on air as news is propaganda. That is actually what it is. Not, it's like, it's not when some like singer makes a song about how like we shouldn't kill gay people or whatever. And they're like, this is, you're influencing the children. Um, we're doing that. Yeah, but Obama was probably doing that, right? That's what Killing I assume they all think. No, like <laughs> oh. making the media do things. Oh, yeah. This is what they think. But it's like, like at least have the, don't just, you know, it's like, it's like sending out form letters to every college you're applying to or so. Yeah. Like, well, mix a, up the wording. It's especially funny because it's like what the propaganda is about, which is about like media bias and right. shit. Yeah. Well, it's the best, like, the best thing is say that. Say you're liar. The best thing is that like, uh, I think it was, uh five foot four uh wunderkind uh, ben shapiro was like uh well you know does anyone actually listen to the statement because um if you weren't uh reading it from sinclair and someone said it on uh, cnn i would think 
most people wouldn't be upset about it. Uh, it's just a, <laughs> a concern about biased news. It's like, okay, you little yeah. twerp, fuck yeah. off. Um, little twerp. If, if, exactly. if every detail of this story was different, would it be such a big deal? <laughs> right, exactly. I don't think so. It's like, we know it's coming from fucking Sinclair. We know that Sinclair is in bed. But yeah, they, yeah. Literally, Jared Kushner said that they struck a deal with Sinclair for favorable coverage in 2016. Yeah. So... Fuck off, yeah. you fucking nerd. Yeah. Look, if uh, if this had been on a different network and it hadn't been propaganda, would you be calling it propaganda? I don't <laughs> think so. Checkmate, uh, meet me on the field of logic, uh, you know, homosexualize sin or whatever he talks about. Uh, would you like, be upset if this was a liberal company? It's like, uh, probably not, but it's not going to be that. And never will be <laughs> yeah. that, so I don't yeah. care. Uh, but uh, So the secondary thing was like, after that all came out, and, you know, people are, like, uh, rightfully mad about that. There's a thing that came out that someone, some employee of Sinclair leaked or sent where there's a thing in their employment contract that says if they leave the company, I mean, the the the, the, the what they say it's for is, like, loss of value or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, like, if they leave the company, they have to pay Sinclair, like, the equivalent of, like, 40% of their annual salary as some sort of fucked up reverse severance package <laughs> where they have to pay the company that they left because yeah. they're leaving, and there's like a non-compete. It, it's it's like textbook, like a thing that would not be enforceable if you sued on the contract. Like, yeah. It, like, yeah, it's just meant to scare people into not quitting their job or yeah. not, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's like clearly fun, illegal. Fun brief wrestling fact: Sinclair owns Ring of Honor, which is, is a true. big uh, wrestling promotion, and yeah. uh, uh, Hangman Page liked a bunch of tweets about how Sinclair sucks, and so I like him now. He was a teacher. He's on the good yeah, side. Yeah, he's like he was a public school teacher. Hangman Page. Hangman Page. He comes out with a noose around. He took a pretty Boy, sick bump yeah. too at the show we went to. Yeah, he jumped off a balcony. He did backflip off it. It was cool. Oh yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, that's right. It sounds cool. <laughs> it t- was cool, and we're he's testing cool. the tolerance here. He's yeah. cool because he was Just secretly dipping your toe in the water. <laughs> um, he secretly was like fucking Claire. Yeah, I was like sound only in the graves. No, it's um, I like seeing backflips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> always. Uh, but the, so that came out and then there's this thing came out that I feel like keeps happening where it was like, uh, people are responding to that. Like someone posts that and it's like, this is clear, crazy, exploitative labor. Like you don't, that's not something that you have people sign or whatever. Yeah. Well, like Penn said, then, it's like, it's not even legal yeah. to do Well, that. I mean, there's a thing that yeah. like, show, like showbiz stuff is weird. Like the contracts, because so much of it's pegged to your like person, like you as a personality Yeah. yeah. that there is a certain amount of like. You can get a non compete like like Conan had that non compete right when right. when when he quit when the show got when he quit his show and he couldn't do anything else or when the show got canceled yeah. or whatever. like like there is a certain amount of value they can peg to you and there's a certain amount where like they can say like you can't you know bolt to a competitor without you know paying some penalty or whatever um, and it happens in other industries too but in general yeah. they're not they're not really enforceable <clears throat> but like. It, these are like having to pay, especially, is insane. It's like crazy. I don't, yeah, no, it that's that's in- what I'm saying. I don't mind the, the non compete. Sorry, the non compete is not. I did I, my dog walking company, I had signed a non compete to not walk fucking other dogs when I if I quit or whatever. But the like 40% annual salary is basically such a huge financial stumbling block that no one can quit. You can't, especially with like how hard it is to get a job right now, to make someone go basically probably into debt for quitting, like. To put the, they'd have to put themselves on the job market while actively accruing debt, which is just like insane. Do you know? Newscasters have like, if at least from my knowledge of like working in local TV, they're like they don't have like a equivalent SAG after a type union. Like they do, and they're some of them are SAG after eligible, but a lot of them aren't. So like a lot of times they're stuck with shit like this. It's yeah. really bad. And I don't, I can't really see there being like a huge amount. I mean, how many fucking 
on-screen talent roles are there in yeah, a given market many. for I mean, local people go to places that are nowhere near where they're from oh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really like you move around for no money and you have to like you start in shitty tiny crappy markets and then hopefully Just, work your way out it's really yeah. weird because like you're famous like people everyone knows you or whatever region you're in but you make like no money no yeah. money like, really yeah weird. but the the thing that like got to me was like a secondary part like a this is all very fucked up and i think it's worth talking about but there's this like weird knee-jerky reaction that keeps happening with, with these sort of stories where it was like, oh, this fucking agreement is crazy. And then all these people that are purportedly like, like they're like, we're Democrats, we're on the left and whatever. They start jumping in and being like, maybe you should read your fucking contracts. And it's like, how is this helpful? How is this productive at all? Yeah, like, that, why like, did you take a job with such an evil company? Uh, I don't know, because I need to earn money. Yeah, it's like, and it, it just seems like not, like, want to accuse them. But it's like, clearly these are people that I feel like probably, like, got a job immediately out of college and yeah. have, like, never not had job security. Because it's like, you don't have, like, especially if you really need that money, there's no way that you can read a contract and be like, this seems a little fishy, I'm going to pass. Like, you just, some people don't have that yes, opportunity like to uh, negotiate this contract please. yeah a lot of times with local affiliates like that too like you start working somewhere else and you have you're, you start working at a place you sign on under one contract then the company that owns your local affiliate sells your affiliate to another yeah, company right. sinclair has been buying up these stations yeah. yeah these people do not sign these they probably had to sign it when sinclair bought them out of nowhere right but it's not it's like, like you like we're debating about taking this job with this evil company it's yeah. do you want to stay in this place that you've worked for multiple years or do you want to find another, yeah. job, like uproot your whole life and find another job? And that's like what's crazy is I feel like, and this is not just the Sinclair thing, but I've seen in similar instances like these people. It's like, it's like what is this thing where, and the, usually their response is like, I was offered a job and I, I turned it down. It's like, you need to read these contracts. You need, why aren't you having, it's like, it's so crazy. Most people like, aren't why lawyers are you, and most people don't know lawyers. Yeah. it's and People do that. And also it's like, why? Why are you mad and spiteful at these people who are in this situation instead of the company that put them in this situation? Like, it's stupid that we're at a point where we pretend that con employment contracts you're signing is like, this is out of a fucking, like, cartoon or something. It's like, or like some TV show where it's like, uh, if you read your contract, you'll find you work for us forever. It's like, why <laughs> yeah. is it expected for these companies to try to slip in, like, it, what like you said, basically illegal things, and like be like, well, oh, you caught it? No, uh, you know, sharp, sharp fucking tool in the box. Welcome aboard. Well, if you want out? You got to file file like, a fucking lawsuit. That yeah. cost that cost money. Forget, yeah, forget yeah. about everything. Well, else. these are the people that never. They're like they cannot grasp the idea of someone like not having the means to. Yeah, they're like, we'll take them Sue to court. Their it's boss. Like, are yeah. you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> well, and, like, and, and, and like being, there's this thing where everyone needs to be smarter than everybody online, and yeah. it's like I think it's very much at the expense of like compassion or empathy, where it's like, well, uh, you should have known better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and that's and that's it. It's like, well, okay, this person's life is still like you know yeah. fucked in, up, and they yeah. don't deserve it. Right. And that, the penalty. That's the thing that always drives me crazy. It's like. Yeah, they should have known better, maybe, but the penalty of not knowing better shouldn't be your life being ruined. Yeah. Like, that's not a, a commensurate, proportional, uh, like, consequence to, like, being a little bit careless when you're young and taking a job. Like, yeah. that's stupid. That's a stupid thing to equate. And it's like, these most of these contracts, I would assume, are long and fucking dense and, like, confusing. It's, like, not... I just send just... all my contract agreements to Patty. 
Yeah. He's like, that's what my, I mean, my dad will read mine because he's a lawyer, but like, not everybody has a dad who's a lawyer. Exactly, yeah. It's yeah, crazy yeah. that these people are just like, I mean, I would never get caught in this situation. It's like, okay, well, think about the million fucking reasons that you don't have to deal with that situation because most people don't have those options. And I'm like, glad you're using our podcast to yell at people who are mad at you online today. Yeah, I think good. this is really why we all started but a podcast. What's important <laughs> is that I'm right and Taking I have a podcast and they don't. Taking grudges with a megaphone. <laughs> yeah. I, look, it's cool. Sinclair is uh, a cancer. Uh, it is, on the plus side, it, Allegedly, seems to, it's a cancer. it seems to only, I mean, local news, like who fucking watches local news? Old people, right? Yeah, so they're yeah. already you know, they're gone. They're lost yeah. costs. Right? So hopefully that just sort of is a problem that sort of takes care of itself. On the plus side, <laughs> yeah. I will be in the front row at Ring of Honor on Saturday. Yeah, there you go. Well, just giving fine. Sinclair. There's no politics. Nobody, <laughs> nobody pays attention to what anybody says. When we were at that show, it was like yeah. those yeah. segments were just like, come on, get to the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like, That'd be really, actually, it would kind of kick ass if they made the wrestlers read that statement <laughs> like as a promo. <laughs> It's yeah. just like or what is the, it, the the segments of that were like it was like skits on a rap album. It's like come on, yeah, come yeah, on. yeah. Like, completely you know. skip button. Yeah, not, not a whole lot of story. Uh, to, uh, okay, the, well, yeah. Yeah, look. The uh, last thing I'd say about it is that I got the full like beset upon by hashtag resistance treatment of getting called a Russian bot. Someone's like, oh look, it's a botsky, and I was like, a botsky. Yeah, I was like, they were I'm so proud of that one. Literally, I bet. like not <laughs> sounds shitty. I, like, I, I I'm, am. I'm verified. Like I am I'm, certified account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certified. You can check my credentials. Anyways. That's that. Uh, Seth Abramson says his account is certified. She <laughs> <laughs> would think that somebody who's that like up their own ass about Twitter would, would like use the right use word. The right word. Because <laughs> yeah. he has like he has like that buy. He has like that. He has like a CV you can download. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a shitload of all media appearances and stuff. And then like including some things that like he was interviewed for, but pieces never ran. Yeah. Like Luke O'Neill was saying like, yeah, I looked at his CV and it's like something that I interviewed about, but never, we never wrote oh, yeah. anything about it. And it's like, this is an insane man. Yeah. Someone yeah. contacted love... me. Yeah. Uh, there was a uh, piece that was going to run. Um, but uh, no, the fun fact about Sinclair, um, the guy who runs it now, he was the son of the guy who started the company. who had a different name. Yeah. Um, like Champlain or something. I forget what it was. Something like that. But um, uh, he was when he when his dad died and he took over the company. He was making uh, softcore porno movies. That's the guy who is now oh. destroying. So it's amazing how like the nothing the, wrong with little softcore. The ascendance of the right in a, in recent times among the people who are in charge now. Like there's the evangelicals as always, but it's no longer like the serious conservatives. It's all these fucking scumbags who just got rich and just yeah. decided they're conservative now because they make more money. Yeah, yeah, and they can pretend that they're moral or whatever. But like, it's it's kind of interesting uh, to watch, folks. That's that's all. Uh, interesting on. is a word for it. Hang on, hang on a sec. Moon pie. What a time to be alive. So, palate cleanser there. Uh, Back to the fun stuff. Number three. Condoms, folks. <laughs> uh, the teens uh, are at it again. Uh, this thing that's definitely uh, real. Definitely and, real, definitely happening. happens all the time and is, and is just started by teens now. Um, they're, <laughs> they're snorting condoms. They're, the condom goes... It's uh, healthy. I guess tip first into your nose and then try to pull it out through their mouth because it goes through your whole like deal in there. Um, yeah. That sounds like a nightmare for a lot of reasons. Um, the consistency of that, like imagining that like texture, and just like is it, upsetting. Do you want? Do you want to irritate your entire the entire like your entire? Oh, sinus what if cavity? you did that and then it You're was how you irritated. found out? They're just sterile. Well, no. What if you did that and you found out that that's how you found out you were allergic to? Latex? Eli's like, actually, it's good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good way to clear out the sinuses. Um, but so, but it just then you're allergic, you're allergic and it gets all all like 
puffed up and disgusting it's and funny like, to me inflamed. That, yeah, it'd be funny to me if that's the first interaction you have with a condom is like shoving well, it Well, yeah, it's nose. teens. Yeah. Um, I, look, teens fuck. Some teens fuck. Were you fucking as a teen? Look. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. But, I was not either. But I feel like you some just Some teens like, fuck, but I feel like the teens that fuck and the teens that are snorting condoms, probably not the same teens. I feel like you've touched a condom though. Like I feel like if you're if you're a male teen, you're like you're like you buy buying one, one, one to like figure like you're like what is this about? Yeah. Nope. I used to go to Catholic high school. Oh yeah, no I condoms did huh? not exist. Yeah. I was too embarrassed to buy them at a, uh, a convenience store, so I bought them from the dispenser at a movie theater because I was like, "What is? So what are these? Where you get the good ones? Yeah. I like, Rough Riders. <laughs> I feel like this is possibly too much information, but like I have Woo! never like put a condom on a penis and at this point in my life I'm afraid to do it because I think I'm going to do it wrong. You never did I'm, it like you I'm never almost the banana 30. thing? No. The wouldn't, the, wouldn't the dude do it though? Anyway? That's the thing is like the dude always does it but it's like I feel like that's a skill I should know and how I need to you do. to do it. It's like fuck you man. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I should probably know right? I don't know. I would never <laughs> expect it to be put on. I don't, I don't know. I don't Not that so. complicated. What is it, like pinch an inch? There's all that shit that they teach you in sex ed? That's, yeah. I don't know what it like which side do you okay. So like the condoms all rolled up, right? And there's like the there's ridge. A, there's a you were, part that's we were like joking up. about there's having like a... to explain how to use them, but we're actually this is now. <laughs> I literally that's why I mean like I feel like I've gone this long in my life, and it's like embarrassing that I don't know. Yeah. So it was. Uh, so also, I'm doing I'm doing that I'm doing that thing where like you um put your hands on your knees and kind of bend over like okay kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I remember like uh, Mobute or whatever was like super funny on tour. He he sent a message one point so they like has listened to this with his kids. So. I hope he's listening with his kid, and your kid's getting sex ed for free right yeah. now. I, look, uh, what what was the question? So, Kath? there's like it's all rolled up, and there's like a ridge, and then you mm-hmm. roll it on, right? Yeah, it's like a it's and like so a the ridge up is ring. like on the outside, like it rolls down. Yeah, it rolls okay. it rolls down. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm like gesturing. I no, genuinely I don't know. It's I don't know how to explain it. It's like yeah, you want it to like roll down over the paint like you don't want you don't want to have to like roll it from the inside yeah unroll that it from seems, the inside. So what that you do seems is bad you take it and you blow it up like a balloon <laughs> and yeah. then you hold it pinched shut and then really fast you just get it on yeah. there yeah. and it, it goes it, it goes over the balls right yeah 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 because that's what restricts thing. the vast depth you get the whole thing yes. in there yeah, yeah. you just gotta get as much in there as you can <laughs> yeah just mash it in and then uh, oh yeah we're, we're doing this soft by the way right yeah. this is you do it to a flaccid you by, so I think by the, if you're, by the time you get to that point yeah I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean depending on how much you've had to drink sometimes let's talk about it alright let's move on no, <laughs> it just got next real, story number just two just got real morning radio in here real yeah, quick no. but this is just like this endless stream and it's awesome because all the um, all the people who hate uh, the Parkland teens now they get to add this their list of things they These all do. Parkland teens snorting condoms. David Hogg's eating Tide Pods. It's like nobody ever did that. You fucking dipshit. David Hogg loves snorting condoms. That's the one thing I know about yeah. him. Uh, also, like like in the old days, kids weren't stupid. They just like would hit each other with. Uh, when I was his age, I was being shipped off to die. It's like wow, yeah, much better, <laughs> much better ever, world then. Did you ever do that thing when you were a kid where it was like you're supposed to like put your head between your legs and hyperventilate so you like get all high? You like no, pass out almost. The kids did the pass out thing. I think yeah. it was like right after me. It was like they call it like space cadet where you just get choked until you pass out. <laughs> I mean, nope. it was that. So teens choking yeah. each other out. Can't, yeah. say didn't, condoms. can't say I didn't ask. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just stupid. It's like kids are dumb. Who gives a shit what time it was? It's called choking. And kids are using it to get high. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why can't it's they all, be more it's responsible? All adults, like it's all right? local news shit. It's like all all this stuff, and it's like it's like rainbow parties or like any of those things. Yeah, yeah. Like we're totally real. Well, so like I guess there have been some YouTube videos of people snorting condoms, but we were talking about this earlier. Like this has been a thing at least. Our generation knows it from Stevo. Yeah, there's YouTube I, videos I've, of a lot of stuff. There's really yeah. stuff. I've seen. I mean, I've seen gifts of this from like years and years ago. It's just one of those like weird internet things that was passed around. I think people might really do this, but it's also like who gives a shit? Like it's probably it's gross, but it's like you know, it's, it's so it's gross. Whatever. Just like imagining that like like this is, this snotty. Is... Thin latexy stuff, and it's like yeah. probably got lube on it. It's just like that. Probably seems ugh. like it'll make it easier. I mean, this is <laughs> this is in smooth. This is the eating a worm at the on the playground or whatever. It's just a gross thing. Nobody that's like probably likes me. Everybody hates me. Oh, we're watching someone do it. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it'll teach you something about do the it, structure of the it. human body. The structure of the human body and the durability of a condom. Two important things to know. See, they're just having oh good-natured fun. Yeah. Look, do you want teens to be I fucking, or do you want them to be snorting condoms? This, I'm I mean, mad this is a vertical video. More like, than yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's it's weird because it's like, oh, there she goes. Like, it's a condom, so I guess it's, like, sexual, but it's also, like, you, you probably used to, like, snort pixie sticks and dumb shit when you were yeah. a kid, right? Like, that's It's not sexual. A is. condom not on a penis is, like, not sexual. Yeah, but I think the, I think the connection is there. That's why, like, when that you see a condom on the ground, you're like, ugh. Even, yeah, but, yeah. like, you see trash on the ground all the time. Yeah, but when you see a condom on the ground, it's because it's probably being used. She just pulled it out of her mouth. I mean, kids used to do this with um, spaghetti all the fucking time and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, spaghetti is a little bit less gross than a condom. But that's what I'm saying. Why? It's it's, it's not because food? it's food. Yeah, but and I it's mean, like what? thin and it's not covered in. Lube. What is food? I mean, folks, you can eat anything. Uh, all right, it's a flavored is, condom. It's healthy now to eat a condom. Food. That's yeah. It's good, it's good for, you. for you. You should do it. Well, you. Mm, I was like, I, I know people, dog walker friends that have been like, if a dog dog's eating a condom and they had to like fish it out of its condom. poop. No, like. <laughs> It's not, it doesn't work like that because it doesn't get digested. So it's more like they have to like yank a condom out of a dog's asshole. Yeah, well, that's similar to what this is. Yeah, it's just a little further of a trip. It just goes all the way through. Dogs do the real condom challenge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, that's real. Yeah. Well, look. (laughs) Out of context. The uh, the 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 Parkland teens are all doing this. I read about it on Hogwatch, the website they set up for... uh, uh, David Hogg. Yeah. Uh, they, to watch be, him. Because these people have officially had their brains completely shattered by the teens mouthing off yeah. to them about guns, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're going to see how far that goes. Until one of them like tries to attack one of them, which I feel like we're sort of building towards a weird frenzy. Probably. Um, mm-hmm. Which is not good. But uh, for now, it's funny. Uh, they're very <laughs> mad. They're just like, I wish somebody would kick that kid's ass. And it's like, you just want to beat up a high school kid. A yeah. skinny like, high school that's kid. What you want to it do. was a survived a school shooting. That survived, yeah. Really Frank, good. That school shooting I mean, was I mean, just I mean, the start of your problems. Frank, kid. Frank, Frank Stallone had to, had to apologize over the weekend. Yeah. Why like, even give him the fucking. That's the thing. Time of day? I think what it is is just like washed up celebrities have realized that they can get in the news if they call a traumatized child a crisis. Well, you, fi- yeah. you find out what, what. It's a good way of signaling what side you're on. Mm. So they can be like, oh, we can always get. We, we need celebrities because there are no famous ones who uh, like, uh, like conservative us. stuff. Yeah. So uh, let's see if we can get Frank Stallone. Like, this. I don't know. Like, there must. I'm just surprised how many people have just like give, been like, yeah, I guess that's what we're doing now. Like, it feels like 
out of something like in a, I don't know, like a movie or it's like you like hang out with like the bad kids. And at first they're like, we're just going to McDonald's. We're going to hang out. You want to come? And they're like, oh, cool. You guys are the cool kids. And then later on, they're like, we're going to steal a car. And it's like at some point, wouldn't these people be like, where all of a sudden they get in because they're like, yeah, we just like don't want as many taxes. We don't really like the government. They're like, oh, OK. And so like we're yelling at kids that were in a school shooting. <laughs> and like, oh, I think I'm going to go home. Um, my mom <laughs> is calling. So I have to. But everyone's just like, yeah, all right, I guess. I don't want to be a Democrat. God fucking forbid. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you were a spoiled brat and I hope you get spanked. <laughs> like it's, you know, they're in. They're they're all fucking in. They're, so, yeah. You know, I think like the last I think a lot of the last sort of sensible conservatives jumped off with Palin. I think that was like, yeah, the first like yeah. big attrition of like smart people. I think smart people left then, and normal people left after like Sandy Hook, and yeah. now it's just all insane people. Well, yeah. P- Palin is kind of interesting because she is now just like a human shitty website aggregator now. Like she yeah. she, she posts to like, you know, it's like. Her, like all her like Twitter feed is just links that's just yeah. like she's like wow con- check this out and it's like breaking dot America news dot com or whatever and it's just she just is like a shitty website she's like the she's like George Takei plus Alex Jones right yeah but it's like also like I don't think she's no whatever not gonna go. it's just like the stuff she says Eli is no dumber the, the stuff is she says is no dumber than the stuff Trump says a lot of times oh no like, that's but she was the first that's what I mean is like yeah in oh four oh eight whenever she oh eight I guess yeah. Like that was when she when she was the dumbest thing in the in the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, "That's it, I'm out." And then it's gotten so much dumber since then. Yeah, like way dumber. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, it's if, like if, if you're if you're a stupid accelerate a stupidity accelerationist, this is like your time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just... So it's like I've, I mean, I obviously grew up in DC, so it's like the all that. But it's like it did go from like I feel like when I was a, a kid or whatever, it'd be like Democrat versus Republican, it'd be like like those guys. Uh, no, thank you. Like that to now, it's just like. I don't know what is happening. Like, yeah. why are they screaming at children? Um, yeah, but this uh, is nothing no bad. one's heard before, so... So fuck them. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to fun shit. Number two. Okay, number number two is a... I, I like this guy. I guess there's, like, conflicting opinions about it, but what it is is that... Uh, let me check exactly where it was, but... Uh, there is. This is in uh, Toronto. Oh, I always want to say. By the way, we blew it both times. Uh, thank you for the condom story and the McDonald's story to the only alpaca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. On the Discord. Whoa, that was weird. We did that in sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're learning. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, the only so, alpaca. Yeah. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, this is from Toronto. Uh, what happened is that there is a new. Uh, th- this is also good. So, so this describes a nose to tail bistro, which. That will come into play later. Anyways, they opened a restaurant, and then there were a bunch of vegan activists protesting in front of the restaurant. And he, in just great move... uh, Okay, so this is the feud began late last year when uh, the the name of the restaurant's Antler. Antler Stafford put out a... That's a dumb name. Yeah, every restaurant name is dumb. It's always like two nouns with a plus sign. I just like, I know exactly what a nose-to-tail restaurant called Antler, like, I know the font on the sign. Yeah. I know what the restaurant looks like. (laughs) Yeah. I know, like, it's reclaimed wood, and it says Antler in, like, a muted gold, and uh, the T has an Antler. Like, I just... It's muted gold, but the T doesn't have an Antler. I'm I'm close though, right? Yeah, like yeah. the aesthetic. I was gonna say it's it's, it's a thin sans serif font, yeah. you know, like with like spaced out. Yeah. Um. So they put out a playful chalkboard sign in front of the restaurant with the message "Venison is the new kale," 
which is like whatever. It's not a fucking it's hilarious nothing. joke, it's but it nothing. just doesn't matter. And it was intended uh, to be a joke geared restaurant down the block that him and his crew are so. But the message did not sit well with vegan activist Marnie Ugar, who operates a dog walking business in the neighborhood. Of of course, I've worked at a dog walking business. I'm not hating, but yeah. Uh, she arranged a small protest of about six people on Thursday night um, in front of the restaurant with activists holding signs with messages like speciesism equals discrimination equals injustice, <laughs> which like they were specifically trying to send the message that eating pasture raised hormone free meat is not more ethical than eating commodity meat in the long run, which it, I don't think anyone really doesn't think that it's, it's, it's a game of inches there. But like this is also a thing where. I like like veganism is great. I think the people that want to do that, it's awesome. But it's just like when you start like trying to force other people onto it, it's like it should. It's the thing of like this is something I'm doing. And then also, if you are going to do that, there are even better ways. There's better reasons for that than just pure guilt trip, which is like being like talking about the energy consumption. Of like you know, if people ate less meat, like the carbon footprint would be like much lower. That's but, the thing that like bothers me about this is like. Um, I do like yeah no factory farming is worse than eating like sustainably raised yeah. meat like it is it's certainly like from a moral perspective killing an animal to eat when you don't have to like I get that you can make the argument that that's bad and like if I think if everybody thought about it seriously like it's hard to argue with the idea that vegetarianism is a better way to live but that said uh this is not you don't protest by talking about speciesism. Yeah. If you want people to like no one's gonna see that and be like, Man, you're right. I should yeah. be vegan. That's that's part of what it is, is like especially these signs, like this is specifically a sign they had. It's quoted in the article. Speciesism equals discrimination yeah. equals injustice. Right now, right. is that the fucking fight that you're you're choosing? Like right now? Like I think for for what's happening right now, where there's like a huge amount of people that are being treated so bad it's like sorry but like vegan like global veganism back burner like yeah not <laughs> our priority right now especially because like uh hey you know who picks your vegetables ridiculously oh, yeah. underpaid <laughs> exploited uh illegal immigrants yeah. who are being like completely taken advantage of in every possible way yeah. so like i think chelsea freddy has like a good joke about that <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it, it's all like different and it's like the whole thing is about these protests most of the time is like it's just like who is is it i feel like it's for you i feel like it's, it's for, for you, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to convince anybody it's like one specific restaurant there was um in 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 my neighborhood where i live there was a burger restaurant that was opening up it's not a chain it's nothing it's a small business seems to be owned by neighborhood owners i think it was a restaurant that used to be open and had to close because their sign was like we're coming back um and they're opening a burger restaurant and they just had this sign up that was just like hey we're coming back please come by and visit when we're open and someone had like graffitied over in big letters like better have a vegan option like <laughs> it's just like fuck up like what that's it's clearly just about you because i feel like if you're that invested in like veganism you're probably somebody also who supports small business like if you don't eat meat then don't eat meat but why are you like threatening a small business to not cater to a choice that you've made like what so what happened with antler yeah now? this isn't even the part of the story that we're trying to get to but uh so anyways this what this guy decided to do when they uh, were protesting was to bring out and break down a, a full leg of, of deer. 
in in the like they have a big open uh window as the front so like in front of all the vegans are chopping up a deer leg yeah yeah he just like fully <laughs> butchering an ant like you know piece of, and also it says here he attempted to he like av- he they have vegan dishes and they've been like it's just and then you know this one was like the goal is always for a restaurant to go fully vegan which is just like what are you what are you trying to do where is this gonna go like they're just like yep yeah, you know he's just trying to be like leave me alone please yeah so this isn't even like immediate it's like they've like harassed his restaurant for a week so he's like okay i'm just gonna bring a deer leg to the window <laughs> and break it down in front of the vegans they called the cops because <laughs> who wouldn't have expected that and vegans no- are most like can i speak to your manager group of people yeah. on earth i was gonna say vegans are like the like they're like the poly people of food yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like i don't you, you can only get through like a certain number of sentences before it somehow comes up well it's, yeah. it's similar I mean, this is a well-trodden joke yeah. i think but like it's yeah similar it's... in the sense of like um you it's you a choice you've made that you have a you act like you're chill with other people making their own choices, but you secretly believe everyone should make the same choice you made. Right. Like, I don't the like, same in I don't way. like, uh, I eat whatever I eat, but like, it doesn't become like a core part of my identity, I guess, because, but you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't have to like become like your yeah. thing. It's like, I play video games, but I'm not a gamer the way that these people are. Yeah. Gamers. And like, I, I, yeah. I kind of understand it with vegans more than I understand it with some people. Like, I understand it with vegans more than I understand it with, like, paleo people or something, like, where that's their whole thing. Because, like, at least if you're a vegan for, like, moral reasons or environmental reasons, there's, like, a political ideology behind it. You get to feel better than everybody else. Well, and that. But, like, I just, I don't give a shit about anybody's diet. I don't care. I like talking about food that's good and, like, tell me the food you ate recently that's good. But I don't give a shit about what you don't eat. I'm so, That's the most yeah. boring shit in the world. And if you, if you want to go vegan, then that's great. And I, like, applaud your choice. But, like, you should be satisfied with yourself knowing that you made a choice that you personally uh, think is the right choice. And I, it's not my duty to, like, confirm that for you continuously. Yeah. Like, also... Fucking calling the cops on someone breaking down a yeah. deer leg. It says the, is so good in the says, re, in his property, in his own yeah. restaurant. He says, and it says the cops were called to keep the peace, but no charges were issued, which is the nice way of saying the cops were like, "What? Yeah, bye." Yeah, no, we're like yeah, rode about, they rode up on those horses. Also, yeah, like, like I this can't, is Toronto, so I can't really take, Mounties. I can't really take somebody's claim of injustice seriously if they're the type of person to immediately call the cops when they're being like officer. Like, I'm sorry, if you're that willing to invoke the yeah. fucking police. There aren't enough options for me at this nose-to-tail boot bistro. <laughs> yeah, you're being kept down. I guess those aren't, like, environmental terrorists if they're calling the police. They're yeah, not, exactly. Not, these are not elf I would people. respect it more if they were environmental terrorists. <laughs> right. Like, at least then I would be like, they're all not, right. They're not blowing up power plants or whatever. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, uh, yeah, hello, go, Yeah, these him. people should use this energy and go chain themselves to, like, a forklift or something. Like, just do... Something, uh, cli- like climb a tree and live in it for yeah. peace or something. Do that. Yeah. Let me eat at this bistro. Yeah. Have you ever been to Brooklyn Star in? Um, no. Brooklyn. They have it at the bottom of their menu. I was oh, like, it's in Brooklyn. Th- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the famous. The this famous is, borough. Right. <laughs> now vegans fine. Cat. <laughs> give me a break. Um, they have a thing at the bottom of their menu that says like all animals are killed extremely humanely with a five finger exploding heart punch. <laughs> it's good. Uh, anyways, so then they were like Ugar email. This is like an offering. She'd limit the protest to once a month if you would put a sign in. See, also like what? Like what about every wait, other? No, what about every other fucking restaurant? Sign. Yeah, it's just like these. Also, some of these protest 
like these techniques for protest and the way that you use protesting and like the good have been they were developed to like protest real things and now you're taking like these ways that people have used to actually change societal injustice and you're like i'm doing it but for me and it's like what's the oh. sign uh, she said they limited process. If you put a sign in an antler's window explaining that animals have rights and killing them is wrong, which I would have done because that's hilarious. That's like really funny. I just like put on the door. I'm like, hey, animals have rights, killing them is wrong. Anyways, today's special is fucking deer hearts or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, special is a gorilla that knows sign language. <laughs> yeah, cocoa steaks. Uh, so, and then he said he countered with an offer to cook his vegan tasting menu for the protesters and bring them the foreign trip, which. God, no, that's there's very nothing charitable. That, yeah, especially because nothing sounds worse than sharing a meal with these motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> what do you really want? You want the them, restaurant to close. You want me to be financially yeah. ruined. They and bring then, them a vegan tasting menu and they're like, um, I'm sorry. I also don't eat gluten or <laughs> yeah. like they just can't eat any of it. Oh, yeah. And then to just like that, they want the restaurant to close. Uh, Ugar hasn't accepted, but in a surprising twist, the press attention surrounding this incident has led to a bump in reservations for Antler. So they're doing better than they ever did. Also, Happy it's a ending. weird, like, this is very small, but it's weird to, of, of those restaurants, a, a restaurant that's actually nose to tail is, like, way better, more responsible. Protest than, McDonald's. Yeah. Because they you call know. the cops on people who get the wrong order, but also because. Yeah. Vegans, no, they should go to McDonald's and they just call the cops on each other for fucking, <laughs> like, ping pong just forever back and forth. That would be film, great. They're all filming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just 30 people all with their phones out. Ah, yeah. my rights are being infringed. <laughs> some guy, somebody who works at McDonald's is like, Hey, buddy, if you hate this stuff, uh, just wait to find out who makes your phone. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Animals? I'm participating in capitalism. Cows make your phone, buddy. Think about that. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. like the, the, the smartest animal of all, human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, cookie, vegan cookies are dry and shitty, and that's the end of You know that what's good? Vegan uh, zucchini bread. It's good. It's made with applesauce. Yeah. yeah, but that's zucchini it's bread. It's already all fucked up. You don't it's like zucchini like, bread? What's what can't go in it otherwise? Eggs. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's nah, fine. Pass. <laughs> what's wrong with it? I mean, I guess it's the conditions they're kept in. But whatever. fun fact: in India, being vegetarian, you can't eat eggs because they're uh, fetal chickens. You can have milk though. But they're just empty embryos. They're well, not, they're not fertilized. According to Hindu vegetarianism, they I guess they're pro-life because it's already uh, counts as an animal. Yeah. Can't eat an egg. Wait, is there is there some like horrific thing of like if you gotta you, you can't eat eggs, but if you don't eat eggs, then you believe in life at conception. So you got and then they just get caught in this forever <laughs> loop where you're like, well, if if you know, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going it's with like this. Pro but death, it's like a pro death penalty. I'm pro choice. <laughs> Anti eggs. Can't eat eggs. Yeah. It's like that is extremely look, inconsistent. Look, Everything about yeah. that is very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Look, me eating eggs is supporting chicken abortions because I'm literally <laughs> eating. I contain multitudes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you. You're pro choice. Do you eat the fetuses? Because I do that with chickens. I'm pretty pro chicken abortion. Uh, mostly poached, if possible. That's real gross. Yeah. Give it a moon pie. I think. <laughs> Moon pie. Do we have a let's play some Will basketball too? Be live. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's play some basketball. Woo! Thank God. All right, it's time. All right, guys. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Okay, so this one, uh, there's a lot going on here. Uh, <laughs> this one's also in Canada. Um, this comes to us uh, from Didi Egregious, and thank you very much. 
for this. Yeah, Dee Dee Gray just said that they uh, literally upgraded their Patreon subscriptions so that they could submit this, which I really respect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you for that as well. It's It was a gem. Like, thank yeah. you. There's a lot going on here. So we'll just sort of set the scene here. This is um, Fancy Hotel, uh, the Fairmont Empress uh, in Victoria. Uh, in uh, in uh, Victoria, what is it? British Columbia. Yep. In England, in England, in Canada, um, and uh, there's a guy who w- was banned. That has lifted the ban. Um, you know, I'll just read the headlines. Easier this way. How seagulls, pepperoni, got Dartmouth man banned from posh BC hotel. So <laughs> for 17 years, I don't know how you were going to get there I from know, how I it trying, started. I was trying. To, I was trying to do something creative. It didn't work out. I, well, it's a hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to circle around There's when it's, it's, yeah. it's like trying to pick up a cat. It's kind of this dude. This <laughs> dude. Uh, 17 is banned for 17 years from this hotel uh, because um, he he. All right. Um, <laughs> Seventeen. He. There, this, there, there's like seventeen years. There's like a. There's like a news there's a story in this. Of him. Like a like a like a CBS Sunday Morning segment about this guy going back to the front desk of this hotel he's been banned from for seventeen years, trying to make things right. <laughs> and so first we'll get the backstory here. So he was uh, seventeen years ago. He was bringing um, a suitcase full of. Uh, he's from Halifax. Uh, Brothers pepperoni. Just a suitcase full of pepperoni. Yeah, small, a traveling, small, small suitcase. Traveling pepperoni Yeah, you, know you just bring a suitcase full of pepperoni around. <laughs> yeah. This is going to his friends if in the Navy, gonna, so that's yeah. okay. If you're going to bring pepperoni, you bring in a poster tube, one of those long... Yeah. It's okay, guys. Uh, you guys want anything? I'm coming up from, uh, I'm coming up from Halifax. Yeah, can we get some of that uh, Brothers pepperoni? <laughs> some of that Brothers pepperoni, please? Just, well, uh, when I say some, I mean a suitcase full. Yeah. People from Halifax are probably really fucking mad right yeah. now. Maybe this is like a whole this is like a whole thing. I don't know. Is um, this like a I famous just, just type of to, pepperoni? Yeah. You also have to hope that he just walked in and like put the suit de- suitcase on the desk, spun it one eighty, popped the clasp, and was like fill her up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then it was banded yeah. like money. Yeah, they weighed the suitcase empty and then filled it with pepperoni and weighed it again, and that's how they figured out. <laughs> and then he opened it up later and it glow- glowed like in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pepperoni. Yeah. And then he tripped and all the pepperonis fell out, and he was really <laughs> yeah. embarrassed. So he so so he's he's going on a, on a trip up to this fancy hotel, the Empress, and um, the Fairmont Empress. Excuse me. And uh, his bag got lost because it was that time of year, I guess, he said. I'm not sure what that means. Holidays. <laughs> he was having his yearly period. Yeah. <laughs> Male period. It's like, I, lost my, I lost my pepperoni. Where's my, I, need, I need that bag. You know that time of year when you lose your pepperoni? Yeah, yeah. time. That's my favorite euphemism. <laughs> so he's waiting at the hotel just like sitting there like, oh, man, I got to get these pepperonis. Um, <laughs> so it showed up. Uh, but he was worried. That it would get warm because there was no fridge. Now I didn't know there was pepperoni that needed to be refrigerated. Yeah, it should be cured, right? Shouldn't yeah. it also be like it's like in like a shrink wrap thing? Like I'm looking at this picture here. Like this, this you don't have to refrigerate this. Yeah, it should be. It's cured meat. Like also, you if this is if this is that time of year, it's probably cold. It's cold, right? But so that's but that's the thing. He opens the window and he puts it on a table near the window. The suitcase. Oh. And open apparently opens the suitcase, um, and then as he puts it here, uh, um, he laid the food. Uh, sorry, he opened the suitcase. He, oh, he laid the food out on a table near the window ledge and the chilly April air. April. What's the time of year yeah. in April? Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, have you know. never Easter. read Huckleberry Finn? Yeah. Have you not learned about the dangers of leaving food on you know, a window? Everyone cell. travels at the end of winter, uh, and yeah. it says, and that's when things kind of went bad. 
kind of. So he left the room for a few hours to take a walk. That's a long ass walk. <laughs> just gonna my leave opinion. my open pepperonis. I just need to air them out. Well, yeah, just taking a walk. I assume because he got into the room, looked at a fucking briefcase full of pepperonis, <laughs> like I gotta think about what I'm doing. With my life. Yeah. Also, I bet the room smelled. The air was well, probably thick with pepperoni. You can't ever use that briefcase again. They were for <laughs> his <laughs> friends. Watch into a, walk into a client meeting they and were like, for troops. let me show you some of the plans. And immediately <laughs> like, why does this smell like a fucking deli in the here? Pepperoni was for troops. <laughs> show some respect. <laughs> they were trooperonis. Uh, <laughs> Oof. So, uh, so he leaves the room and he, turned, he came back to the room. Um, he returned to uh, a room full of seagulls. <laughs> I don't just mean a couple of seagulls. I can only estimate how many there were. I'm thinking somewhere between 30 and 40 seagulls had come in through this open window while I was gone. This day would be remembered forever in seagull society. And I would have never thought of that because the East Coast seagulls aren't that brazen. So now we're That's like not true. weirdly sort of like seagulls ascribing personalities. <laughs> To different kinds of birds. Yeah. Um, at least I didn't think. I don't think they 40. would. Imagine gotta, opening that door. Yeah. And this just, is a fancy ass hotel. I hope too. before he got back, somebody like, was like, "This is a nice hotel." Oh yeah. So you're you're in your fancy hotel. But it you also come looks back to like room. a hotel that birds would roost in. Yeah. So <laughs> well, you walk I in. I hope the housekeeper knocked on the door. Yeah, exactly. I was like, somebody called it in. They're like, oh, something is happening. And then he's like, hello. And then they open yeah. the door. Like, do you guys hear? Oh, um, <laughs> close it again. Uh, uh, a lot of wings fluttering, <laughs> horrifying screeching, and packaging being ripped open. Oh, yeah. and bird noises <laughs> from the room yeah. over there. So the I, feathers I, from the pillows came alive. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing him. He goes in the front door and he walks past the desk and like, uh, Mr. Burchill. Yeah. And then he goes up to his room and he's all very. And there's like a guy who like lets him out. That the, you know, there's like a bellhop in the in the elevator oh, and all yeah. the whole deal. And then um, he goes to his room and he puts his key in. It. Yeah, hello, like waving to everybody. <laughs> and then he opens the door and he looks in and he goes and he like immediately slams it. Like, oh no! He does the thing like in like a, a movie or something. He slams the door and then like puts his back against it. Like, <laughs> like someone's coming in. It's like what's all that noise? Like. Uh, was, I was I left Finding Nemo on. It's the seagull part. <laughs> so we had. A, I like the idea of him uh, checking into this hotel in like a big trench coat, and it's just all seagulls inside. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets to the room, just opens and it, he opens and it, they fly out. <laughs> yeah. And so he actually gets in trouble for secretly sharing yeah. a room and not declaring how many people yeah. are yeah. staying in it. Sir, there are thirty-three seagulls in your room. <laughs> That's a mean way to describe my wife. <laughs> I'll head up there now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so so he goes in the room. And I guess he'd cracked the window enough for them to get in, but like not like a it's not like thrown all the way open or thrown out the double <laughs> windows. And uh, in the hotel room next to you, you hear this. The yeah. seagulls were startled when he opened the door. <laughs> were they interviewed for this piece? Yeah. <laughs> the robot's like, "Man, this is great. Can you believe this? Oh shit, he's back!" Like, like I'm just imagining. So he said, "Many tried to leave through the small opening all at once." <laughs> What is that? <laughs> they, they hit a seagull bottleneck. Yeah. So they're all jamming their way in. They're Here's flying the all over the place. Think it would make. This is this is thirty three seagulls <laughs> slamming into one small opening. <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> they're all it trapped. Vacuum none, seals. Of, none of them. Yeah. Go. And so they're flying all over the place. Um, more complicated thing here is they've been in there for a long time eating pepperoni. So you can imagine what the room looked like. So the room is covered in seagull shit also. Pepperoni shit. And, seagulls and now have bad we've got breath. seagulls flying around. The curtains are falling down. The lamps are falling down. It was a real mess. You said it, pal. 
I'm picturing this. This is the. This is now like hell. This is the room is hell. And Just this guy getting up, coming back home with the shredded clothes and this suitcase that reeks of cured meat. So this would be like, how was your trip? And he was so like, story, not great. The story keeps escalating. <laughs> Um, complicating, matter, complicating matters was the fact Birchill had just started his job three months earlier. His, empl- oh, no. his employer had booked the hotel. Oh, no. And he needed to attend a dinner with customers. Is he a pepperoni salesman? Because <laughs> I don't see any other reason for a lot of this stuff to be happening. Yeah, even more dramatic, he's a salami salesman. It's like ordering uh, Coke when you work for Pepsi and you get fired like immediately. Yeah. Um, even worse, when he came out of the hotel, there were seven vegans protesting. <laughs> that was actually the, the, the reason, that was the origin story of the woman that was protesting uh, the restaurant. She was yeah. a little girl staying in the room next door. She was traumatized. Um, they thought her, she was salami. So he got it down. So he's got to go to the. He's got to get to a dinner with customers. He's got to impress with, oh, the, no! with the boss. There's two seagulls left in the room. <laughs> That's a lot harder to get two than it is to like deal with like thirty because you just kind of throw yeah. anything at them and they all are like yeah. getting hit. It's like eating rice. It's like so, the last grains yeah. are the hardest to get out. So one was just bouncing around on the windowsill, <laughs> and I was kind of losing my temper at this point. Fair enough. Guys, really underselling a lot like of this. This is like the most Canadian shit right. that only at this point. I'm trying to imagine like the most temper. panic man in the world. Like, I'm a little, what else yeah. is this? I'm a little steamed. It's like, this, it's like you're just. There's gonna be a huge embarrassment coming here. Yeah. I'm mad because it's coming. I gotta deal with this in the short term. I can't even birds in here when I let people in here. At the very least, the birds have to be gone. There's no Wait, other excuse. He was meeting with people in his hotel room. I guess no, but like he he, he had to like get ready. Like he had to like, yeah. get dressed up or whatever. And there's fucking birds everywhere. You got. <laughs> you can't leave the bird in there. So no, no, no. So, he yeah, definitely can't. So he took off one of his shoes and threw it in the direction of the seagull, <laughs> and both the seagull and the shoe went out the window. So not a great, not a great strategy there. Probably other stuff you could have thrown in the room than your shoe. Uh, one of the few things that is not covered in shit and is now out the window. Um, the last, last seagull. Uh, he's literally chasing the last seagull around the room. It had a big piece of pepperoni in its mouth, and I could not get it to leave. The housekeeping comes in, they're like, is there a seagull in your room? And he goes, yes, there is one seagull in my room. This thing, you got it. You won't believe how much this thing shits. It's crazy. So he ends up grabbing a towel from the bathroom, and he jumped the seagull, wrapped it in a towel, and threw it out the window. So it hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he says the seagull was shaken but not hurt. And now, again, this is like a fucking sketch. <laughs> While everything was happening in his room, Burchell said there was a line of tourists out in front of the hotel who witnessed the shoe and seagull go out the window. I guess that made an impression on some people. It wasn't very smooth. He had to go downstairs to get the shoe and towel. He went back to the room where the smell of birds and pepperoni was becoming more more apparent. Do you think when he had to go down to get the towel, he like got it off the seagull that was underneath it, and the seagull just looked at him like shaking his head? So birds and pepperoni. So his his hotel room smells like Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, Yeah, he had to go to dinner. So he started to clean. He only had the one shoe, apparently one pair of shoes. Clean shoe, which had fallen into some mud, which fits the whole. Of course, guy, so of course yeah. it did. It was like, womp, just like making that <laughs> yeah. noise. And then um, as he was drying the shoe with the hair dryer, the power went out in his room. <laughs> at that point, at that point, 
He says he realized he was in way over his head with this mess. At that point, that's when he lost it. This was apparently a situation that could be unfucked up until the point where the power went out. <laughs> this um, is like the tale of Jonah level. Like, so this they, is Job. That's what this yeah. is. So they, send, so they send the lady up to, to clean the room. He called the front desk for help. And he says, I still remember the look on her face when she opened the door. She had her cleaning kit with her, and it was quite clear the kit she had with her was not going to cover the damage. It was in the room. So they moved to another room. Um, hotel staff was nice about the whole thing, but a letter was sent to his employer <laughs> telling him he would no longer be allowed to stay at the Empress. Uh, it was a decision he said he respected and understood. <laughs> that is fair. Um, poor beaten down man. He wanted to make amends, which is why he went back last week. He asked to speak with the staff member who dealt with him the last time. I guess the front desk person, but they were no longer working there. Seventeen years 17 ago. Seventeen yeah. years later, <laughs> it's like a lifer. What kind of is turnover like, is did, there at the hotel like, industry in Canada? Did he like join AA or something? I don't like, know. why is he going back? So he just went no. in there and he apologized. He said they forgave him. He said he left them a present of about a pound of Brothers <laughs> TNT pepperoni. He's this guy's always pepperoni with him. <laughs> I brought you a present. I'll just leave it here on the windowsill. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I brought you guys a gift. Uh, get that the fuck out of here, man. Are you serious? Can you read the room? You just told this story. It's like when... Well, uh, sir, I'll make my exit. It's like the thing where it's like, oh, no, if, uh, if a shark bites a human, they get the taste for human. All those birds, just they hear the p- brother's pepperoni unwrapping, and they're yeah. like, oh, it's time. Yeah, they're just super Italian birds now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, over here. So this is... <laughs> If this is viral marketing for Brothers Pepperoni, I'm not even going to be mad. I respect. The no, story. that's really good. It's quite good. I, like Brothers just, Pepperoni doing well for something. It sounds d- like you're talking about your sibling's dick. <laughs> just the the different tiers of like, all right, a lot of birds in here. Not good. <laughs> just threw my shoe out the window. Not good. A uh, bunch I threw the towel out the window. Okay, a lot of people saw that. <laughs> gonna have to go down there and pick those up. <laughs> Got to go to the dinner with the customers. Got to start cleaning off the shoe. Hair dryer. Power shorts out. Okay, I got to. I got to talk to somebody about this. This is. This is. That's when like the game is. The jig is up. Uh, Well, they fixed the power, I guess, at some Uh. point. So, um, that was. That's really a wonderful journey. That's so beautiful. Um, It's like a. It's like that sunny thing where uh, uh, Dennis talks about making lamps out of human skin. He's like the smell, D. Like it's the same as like having thirty-three seagulls in your room. Like immediately bad. But, like, to have to deal with that and then also deal with the actual physical logistics and aftermath of having had 33 singles <laughs> in your room is insane. Just being like, I mean, it was bad, but just the feathers and shit. <laughs> I never got this far when I, even if I'd imagined this, <laughs> it would have become this much of an issue. Because right, he didn't smell it when he was like panicking. Yeah. Right. But then he when he left and came back, it's like, oh boy, this is, <laughs> this is gross. <laughs> This is gross. Even the pepperoni by itself would be pretty gross, I think. Yeah. But man, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot more going on here. Pepperoni yeah. and birds. So shout out to uh, to uh, uh, first of all to Dee Egregious for that story. Thank you is, so yeah, much. That was story. a joy. And, yeah. al- and also to uh, what was his name again? The only alpaca. Nick, Nick Burchill. Oh, and also yeah, well, of course, the only alpaca as well. But yeah. I'm talking about the pepperoni guy here. Um, oh, Nick Burchill is, is the guy who I can only assume uh, either pepperoni salesman or heir <laughs> Nick Burchill. There's no other explanation. One of the titular guys brothers, owner of Brothers Pepperoni. Yeah. Uh, he's the first brother. Um, well, that'll do it for us. I think we ran a little long this time, but we had to get through that story. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was um, a laughter. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Plugs. Uh, Patreon um, is again. We're really thankful for everybody. We're, we are at patreon.com/slash/what-time-pod. If you want to hear more, 
Um, we are working on the stuff. Um, yep. Uh, we t-shirts uh, are in the works. Got a got a quote got about to get quotes. them into production. Got to get them in production. Um, and as well as the other stuff, we will be uh, contacting you about all that uh, soon. We have everything kind of lined up. We just got to uh, get moving on it. Yeah. And I think we're going to make, uh, since we're ordering shirts anyways, and some people said that they were interested even if they weren't at that tier, I think we're going to probably have enough shirts to sell some through some, if you'd like to buy one, even if you're not. Yeah. I mean, still, we'd love to support the Patreon, but if you want to, or even just do a lower tier, but still want a t-shirt, I think and we're going to have some extras. Let me know uh, what the numbers are. We can sort of make that information available. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh Leave some thing on iTunes uh, review if you like. Um, you know, uh, we're on What a Time Pod on Twitter, Instagram, I think Facebook also. What a Time Podcast at Gmail. Uh, take a look at the Discord. It's all in the description. Uh, I'm Patty Moe and all the stuff. Uh, I don't have anything to plug other than uh, me and Eli have a comedy show every Friday called Bad Karma. It's at Karma Lounge in the East Village in New York. Uh, it's fun every Friday at 30. And uh, that's it for me. Yeah, same thing, just Bad Karma. I don't <laughs> got much else this week, I think. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro and everything, and uh, two things. I'm traveling a lot in the next few weeks. I'm going to New Orleans tomorrow for WrestleMania weekend, so if anybody's going to be at any of those things, I will be there with my wrestling podcast co-host Rachel Millman and our producer Nate. Uh, we'll have buttons for sale and stuff if you see us at anything, uh, WrestleSplania, all that, all that good stuff. It's going to be a good time. And then uh, in the following few weeks, April 17th to 29th, I'm going to be in Austin doing Master Pancake. Um, so those are at the Alamo Draft House every Friday and Saturday. Please come out to that. I'm doing breakfast at Tiffany's with them. It should be a good time. That's all my plugs. Cool. Uh, we'll see you uh, next week then, I guess. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody.